The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the second chapter. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising, and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, and you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men, and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring, my, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out. And there, ahead of them, went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, o Christ. My dear brothers and sisters, I bring you grace and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. As you just heard Kathy discuss in her children's message, uh, today we are celebrating a festival known as Epiphany. And as she also mentioned, that's a word that comes from a Greek word that means to reveal or to make known. It's always connected the festival of Epiphany with the wise men, with the magi. Um, and it's, uh, the, the suggestion is that Jesus is made known to the nations uh, through these three individuals who come from other nations. I'm also acutely aware, of course, though, that as we gather here on January 3rd, 2021, uh, that we are, uh, we've just turned the page on a new year, leaving 2020 behind, I would imagine, with gladness on the part of most of us, and looking ahead uh, with hope to a new year. And so today, I want to connect these two things, the wise men and this transition to a new year. And I want to do this by talking about three things that we share in common with, uh, with the wise men as we leave behind 2020 and look ahead to 2021. First, the wise men left their homes to travel to a strange and foreign place to worship the infant Jesus. They were following both signs in heaven and prophecies about a new king, uh, which led them to Jerusalem. And the fact that they were foreigners unfamiliar with that place, its customs, and even precisely who this king was that they were coming to worship 
is indicated by the fact that they went to see King Herod to ask about this newborn king. And Herod, of course, was a puppet ruler of the Roman Empire over the Jewish people. He knew nothing about the birth of Jesus, and actually by going to him, the wise men put Jesus in danger. They didn't know that, though, because, again, they were traveling through an unknown, strange, and foreign place. I have to say, it seems to me that that isn't such a bad way to think about 2020, is it? That during the past year, we too have been traveling through an unknown, strange, and foreign land. The last time the world has seen or experienced an epidemic like this was 100 years ago, from 1918 to 1920. And so everything about the pandemic has been unusual, different, foreign. We've made our way through it, but it certainly hasn't felt normal, and it hasn't felt like home. Uh, at Easter, if memory serves, I actually talked about that in terms of how we are all feeling a bit homesick, of being away from home and longing to return, uh, to leave this strange and different place, to leave this foreign land. So first, we, like the wise men, have been traveling through a strange and foreign land. Second, the wise men brought gifts. You all know them. Uh, Kathy mentioned them again in her children's sermon. They were famously gold, frankincense, and myrrh. These are gifts that were spoken of in Old Testament prophecies, and they were the kinds of gifts that you would present to a new king. Precious gold, anointing oil, and incense. And I'd like to suggest today that you, each of you in your own ways, have also brought gifts in the past year. I'm thinking here about things like flexibility during a time of change or patience during a time of great uncertainty, or kindness and understanding and compassion when we were all becoming tired and exhausted by what the year had to offer. And of course, you also brought the gift of generosity. During 2020, St. Philip the Deacon gave away, listen to this, 33% more in community support than in the prior year. That means that you have helped support worthy needs like food shelves and area shelters and disaster relief efforts and other types of community and emergency support. During a year when the needs were greater, this community, St. Philip the Deacon, you, stepped up and made a difference and helped to ensure that people had enough to eat and had warm clothes and had gifts at Christmas. For all of the people, and there are thousands of them. For all of the people who have been blessed by your generosity, by your gifts, I want to say aloud and clear, thank you. Thank you for bringing all of these gifts in the name of Jesus this past year, just like the wise men brought gifts to a newborn baby. So, they traveled through a foreign land, and they brought gifts. The last thing that happened to the wise men is that their lives were changed after encountering Jesus. My favorite line in the story about the wise men that we heard Twyla read is the final line of the reading for today. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. Now on one level, that line simply narrates what actually happened in the story. The wise men, realizing that Herod was out to harm Jesus rather than worship him, left by another road to avoid seeing Herod, to avoid giving him information about where Jesus could be found so that they, the wise men, could protect this newborn king. But on another level, I read that line as an indication that their encounter with Jesus had changed them that they went home a different way than they had come because they had become different people. 
after they had traveled so far, after they had brought their gifts, and after they had bowed down and worshiped at the manger, they had been transformed and changed. Now, is there any question that 2020 has changed us? However long we live, we will never forget last year, will we? The question for us as we look ahead is, how will we be different? How has the past year changed us? And can I offer an answer to that question which is also related to the wise men and to the gifts that they brought? We don't actually know exactly what happens with the gifts of the wise men after they present them to the infant Jesus, but the stories that are told all have this in common, that the gifts were used to advance the mission of Jesus. One story, for example, is that the gold was used by Mary and Joseph to help pay for the costs of the trip to Egypt while they escaped from Herod. The same may have happened with the incense, which was also incredibly valuable. And there are some stories that the myrrh was saved and eventually used to anoint Jesus' body after his crucifixion, which was, of course, the culmination of his life and mission. Whatever happens in 2021, I pray that what we have experienced, what we have learned, how we have grown, how we have been stretched, the ways we have given and invested, all of the gifts we have offered during 2020, will also be put to use to allow us to carry forward the work of the gospel in new ways, in a new year. For all of its disappointments and frustrations and difficulties, I actually believe that our journey through this past year has prepared us to spread God's message even more fully and more powerfully to a world in need as we look together to God's future. As we stand at the start of another year, God is once again inviting us to go out on a grand adventure in the next 12 months, a grand adventure with eternal significance. As people who, like the wise men 2,000 years ago, bow down to worship and adore our newborn king, God is once again inviting us to help change and transform and heal the world. The question for us on this Epiphany Sunday is, will we respond to that invitation? My dear friends, I do pray that God may bless you, that God may bless you richly and powerfully in 2021. But just as importantly, maybe more importantly, I pray that God will use you to richly and powerfully bless the world that God loves. Amen.